0: Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you all to the first episode of the Aurea Talks podcast. My name is Sagar Patel, and I'm going to be your host today. But before I introduce you to our guests, I wanted to share a little bit about how we came to start this podcast to begin with. To be frank, we wanted to start a podcast because we really wanted to use a different form to share our views on the business world, um, on enterprise software, and what we believe the future holds for both of those. We hope to host these podcasts uh, more often than not, and not only include our own staff, but customers and industry experts as well. Some of the episodes might relate to our lines of business, some might be more macro conversations, and some might be focused on trends we want to discuss with those individuals who we believe have a a point of view on the subject matter at hand. Either way, we hope you listen in and find them valuable. And today, I'm excited to have two of my colleagues on, Neil Delacchia, our Senior Vice President of Customer Solutions, and Kristen Stottleman, our GM, General Manager of uh, our CRM division. Thank you both for being on today.
1: Good, cool. thanks for the inv- invitation. Yeah, thanks Sagar.
0: No problem. So gents, today I want to spend a little bit of time focusing on CRM. Um, I think if the last you know, nine, 10, 11 months or any indication it's taken a number of organizations that were near and dear to, from employing these you know, semi-remote staff to many workforces, workforces rather going completely remote. Um, kind of given this landscape, the near removal of you know, in-person customer meetings, our reliance on software more than ever, you know, we've seen that CRM de- uh, adoption rather is growing faster than any other enterprise software sector. So Christian, I wanted to start with you. You know, you being in sales, but also being near and dear to CRM, tell me what changes you're seeing with your staff. Um, you know, of sales reps, of AEs, and sales management. Are you noticing any usage patterns changing? Is there more excitement or frustration? Uh, maybe both. I'd love to get kind
1: of the lay of the land
0: as you witness and experience it at this time.
1: That's a that's a great question, Saga. Um, I, I think the interesting thing looking over. Something around 15 years that I that I have to do now uh, around CIM, either around our solutions or on the other side as a sales manager. Um, every year we we saw a, a growing business for CIM, and every year we thought, oh, now the, the 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 ceiling is is reached. But uh, you're absolutely right. Last year, out of of COVID 19 situation, all those even even that that increase. Even, even increased faster and, and, and again to, to the next level. I think out of different reasons, you mentioned it already, it's the, it's the work from home that, that of course was accelerated in the last year. Um, uh, but are other factors and, and, and out of these, I think we, we learned a lot uh, around CIM usage again. Um, I think in the past, if, if you look over those a long times, CIM is there since, since 30 years, right? Um, the, the main The main purpose was always around two topics it is it is around how how can you gather all the information from your from your salespeople how can you collect the data around your customers from different systems from your account executives, from all the people that are connected to your customers and on the other side what, what what's the value? what can you get out of that data right what how can you help the the, the sales team to, to sell better, to have a better retention rate, but also for the complete organization to work on the outcome of the data. And I think the uh, the, the usage is not that different now well, what happened in the last uh, two, three years. It's a little bit what, what people are expecting. And this is more around how in total, perhaps, also um, the, the user experience changes for, for the complete digital experience for For people, they are more used to get in a virtual meeting they are more used to to work with digital equipment and uh, and software um, and and out of this it's, it's simply um, how important those tools get and got in the last year um, yeah just emphasized and, and increased uh, usage in total okay okay, fair enough so you, what you're saying is that you don't
0: notice usage changing too too much. Um, at this very moment, but you do realize that you guys are, um, you know, reliant on the solution uh, more so than ever. Fair enough. Um, so what are you hearing from your staff? I mean, are you hearing the same types of uh, frustrations? Are you hearing the same types of, um, um, I guess, uh, components of excitement? Is there anything that uh, they're wanting that they're not seeing right now? What, what kind of things do you hear?
1: That's a good question. Um, um, yes, I think the demand is, is also changing. Um, if you, if you, the, the basics of CM, I would say, are still the same. If, if you compare it in these uh, last thirty years, what, what happened? I, I, I like to compare it a little bit to, to to other systems, like what everybody knows. Take Microsoft Excel, table calculation, things like this, right? Um, if, if you look at the purpose of the system, it, it hasn't really changed over two decades, right? Uh, it, it's still doing what it did at the beginning. The core of it did, is still doing what it did, did, did years ago. Um, and, and the periphery around changed a lot, right? So, so um, there's still people calculations, all those things. And it's a little bit the same in CIM. Uh, you, 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 as a base element, you still have this 360 degree view on your customers. You have contact management, campaign management, opportunity management, service management. You have all those components. Um, they, as they are, as processes, haven't changed that much. It's more how easy it is for the for the salespeople to use them, how easy it is to, to, to gather information and data and put them that information in the system. And on the other side, uh, how powerful the the evaluation processes are to get knowledge out of the system. And I I especially say knowledge and not data again or information. It's really that the people want to want the system to help them to understand the data, right? What's the what's the best behavior on opportunities? What's the best uh, uh, signals that I can use or reuse uh, that show me that a customer is in a buying mood or uh, there's a risk that they that they are leaving uh, as an install-based customer and things like this, right? And and I think uh, systems in the past were good already to to have analytics and tools that that you can use to get data out and then to build some kind of reports. But it was not on that level that the system systems really um, built knowledge and helped you to reuse knowledge. So, So as a sales manager, for example, I think the one of the hottest topics is always you, you typically have a sales team where you have these high performers and then you have this middle layer and then you have the low performers and how great would it be if all of your staff is is, is high performance right so you, you you always try to analyze what, what are the high performers doing what, what the others are not doing and how great could it be if the system can help you to to learn from the best right and to reuse the behavior how are they working on deals how are they working structuring opportunities (laughs) what are they typically doing and and then you can reuse this uh for the other sales guys and this is exactly i think what sales people would like to to get it's really hey system uh don't show me just what is wrong really show me what i should do better right and i think here really cm solutions will will make a a huge step using artificial intelligence components in the future
0: got it so kind of breaking down all the walls and keeping this as elementary as possible. We wanna make sure that our entire or as many sales reps on our team are performing as high as possible. That's one of the most important things. Um, and number two is making sure that as we're collecting that data, we're keeping that kind of quality bar that high. Makes complete sense. Um, so, you know, I'll shift to Neil for a moment. Neil, what you're hearing from Christian, um, you know, you having your ear to your ground Um, And also kind of being in solutions, you know, what do you think is, um, is kind of, uh, you know, kind of percolating out there? Uh, What have you been hearing about the CRM space? Um, What do you think will uh, allow solutions like Christian said to become more smart, uh, rely on, you know, the the advent of these uh, kind of newer technologies such as artificial intelligence and machine learning? I'd, I'd love to get your take.
2: Yeah, I think uh, what Christian said is is spot on in terms of how to uh, make CRM more effective and uh, what the users of CRM, from sales management to uh, to sales uh, personnel, uh, you know, what they expect to get out of, of CRM. And it's a great way to to summarize that is is actionable knowledge, as Christian did. So I, I love that. Uh, um, to date, though, and, uh, you know, Christian's been around CRM for right. for almost two decades. That's been most of my career uh, deploying or building CRMs as well. And to date, I haven't found or seen a truly effective CRM deployment uh, for, for many reasons. But it, it, fundamentally, it's because the, the value exchange of knowledge between sales management and sales personnel hasn't... Uh, hasn't been equitable. Uh, we ask a lot of sales personnel to put in data uh, account information uh, so that sales management uh, can get reports around sales forecast quota and, and so forth. Um, and there's not a lot that comes out of CRM uh, right now for, for the salespeople to do this, uh, this data entry. And because of that, a lot of the information that gets put into CRMs is just uh, it's suspect, it, it's not uh, great clean information that you can build reliable knowledge from. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's really where I think uh, the next generation of CRMs is going to address their focus. Uh, from a solution perspective, it's really, how do we balance the, the value equation so that uh, the, the people inputting the data uh, actually get something uh, out of it, uh, get actionable knowledge for them to use to either make themselves better salespeople, as, as Christian talked about, there's, there's a bell curve of, uh, of performance with, with salespeople with the uh, um, you know, a top end, an average middle, and then uh, a, a tail of uh, salespeople. But wouldn't it be great if that tail could understand how to become average and uh, the bulk of the average people could understand what behaviors, uh, uh, what they needed to do to actually become uh, excellent salespeople? It's that type of knowledge that, uh, that we want to be able to provide to salespeople. And then at an individual level, uh, not only what behaviors should change, but also you know, mm-hmm. account analysis in that uh, you know, what behaviors are being seen uh, at an account level? Uh, are, they, uh, are they in a, a buying cycle? Uh, you know, who should be uh, uh, spoken to about what and how should they be spoken to in order to uh, to achieve uh, a sales uh, sales cycle advance, uh, uh, and the the entire management of uh, and movement of a sales cycle is something that um, you know is is, is behavior driven, both on the account side and the uh, the salesperson side, and so delivering that information is also helping balance the. Um, the equation. But fundamentally, the uh, the biggest thing that, that needs to happen in the next generation of CRMs is making them more frictionless, uh, i.e. The, the usage of uh, the CRM needs to become easier rather than being a, a separate tool that must be managed uh, and, and scheduled into a, um, a salesperson's day. Uh, CRMs need to become invisible, I think. Uh, they need to be Uh, a part of the tools that salespeople use every day, a part of their phone, a part of uh, their email, a part of the apps they're already using. And uh, the CRM needs to be a system that is collecting this information, combining it with uh, information that's proactively getting about markets, about the accounts uh, that uh, are in those markets, uh, and combining that with, um, you know, targeted behaviors of more successful salespeople to create knowledge that's presented back out to uh, salespeople around what they should do next. It should fundamentally answer the question, what should I do today to help me achieve my goals? What should I do this week to help me achieve uh, um, and prioritize my week? And then what should I do this month that helps me achieve my uh, overall sales and company goals? And that's really what the the, the knowledge should uh, be based around for a, a salesperson coming out of CRM. But in order to get that, the data inputted uh, individually by a salesperson and in aggregate uh, needs to become more frictionless so that, that we have good data to create great knowledge.
0: Great. And, you know, there's a little bit to unpack there. So you said something that that, that stuck out to me or that resonated with, we, uh, with me rather just now. You said the CRM at an organization should be invisible. So kind of play that out a little bit more. Are you seeing that as Because of, you know, more of these quote unquote smart technologies that are out there, the um, kind of removal of manual data entry, if we can avoid it. um, And, um, you know, the more and more data that does get into these solutions over time, this solution is this solution rather just be uh, rather being CRM is giving you you know, the insights you need in order to have a team of high performers in order to make the right calls and the decisions in order to close deals. Is that where you're trying to get at or kind of, kind of touch on that a little bit more?
2: Well, ma- making CRM invisible is, um, it's across many different uh, avenues, one one of which as I mentioned is just making uh, the the data collection from a, a salesperson's perspective uh, much more frictionless. So. Uh, a CRM that's invisible um, will automatically uh, analyze or be cc'd on an email that's sent. Uh, it will summarize that email and add it to the account record. Uh, it will enable a salesperson to have, and as Christian mentioned, uh, uh, and uh, you know, utilizing AI, a voice interface that allows for um, a salesperson in their car leaving a meeting to quickly dictate voice notes and attach them to. Uh, an account. Uh, it'll allow them to uh, quickly dictate tasks to the rest of the account team and uh, dispatch those tasks automatically via voice. Uh, and uh, um, you know, th- those types of interfaces make it easier uh, and more valuable for uh, a salesperson to use. And, and uh, the more they develop those daily habits, their daily habits uh, around these uh, these new interfaces the more clean data, the greater the amount of data that the CRM actually collects. Uh, Also behind the scenes and another avenue of, of being invisible is the CRM should automatically analyze it. If I'm a salesperson, it should automatically analyze my accounts. It should analyze the markets my accounts are in and then trigger me to say, hey, there is a market impacting or an account impacting event that happened. Uh, either uh, a major executive has changed, or a, um, uh, a new entrant into the market has has happened. That's taken off, uh, and I should be made aware of this. Uh, and not only uh, do I want an alert on a news article, but I, I want uh, uh, an alert on what I should do about that information. And so, uh, a CRM being invisible but valuable is collecting this information in the background, is uh, analyzing information, and then telling me what to do about that information. Uh, and basically, that's what turns it into knowledge and uh, actually makes it actionable. And so that's, that's what I meant by an invisible CRM that's, that's ever-present uh, and working, but also uh, enabling uh, me to know what to do when I want to know about it. So I wake up in the morning and it answers the question, what should I do today? Who should I call
0: today? Fair enough, great explanation. Christian, I had a question uh, for you on, on mobile usage. So, you know, it's no, uh, no brainer that uh, enterprises are leveraging mobile more than ever and will continue to do so, you know, linearly, uh, at least uh, over the next decade. Um, you know, Traditionally, we've used desktop, right? Your, your team, your sales teams have used desktop um, uh, CRM solutions generally speaking, larger screens uh, in order to handle larger data sets. You know, we take a look at some of these account records or contact records, and there's so many pieces of data against each of those. Now that solutions, rather CRM solutions, um, have made their way to mobile, whether it be um, you know, an actual phone, uh, an iPad, uh, or, or another platform, what are you noticing are the biggest challenges there? Is it just the ability to have a, a, a snapshot of a particular um, a record that you're trying to view, um, are there any challenges there? Um, you know, I'd love your take.
1: That's a that, that's a super interesting topic, to be honest, Tiger. Um, I, I think since I, since I'm in the CM topic, 15 years ago, mobile was every year one of the hottest topics, and it, it was there already 15 years ago. I remember. Uh, we, we ourselves uh, had a, a BlackBerry solution those days and an IPAC solution. Right um, at the end, it, it just took time that the devices and the operating systems on those devices got better and better, and so mobile solutions really became mobile solutions. It was not a, 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 a funny thing to play around, right? But really, it 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 had the the uh, hardware and the capabilities to to replace. A, a PC, and and uh, since that is possible, I would say yeah, perhaps the first uh, tablets, uh, iOS were there on the market, followed then by Windows and, and Android and so on. Um, that that became much smoother for the end user. So um, out of the capabilities of the of the device, there was not that difference anymore, and and out of this, um, yeah, CRM providers really worked on good mobile solutions that could be used to to even replace um, the web or the, the PC solutions that were there. I think the big, biggest challenge was and is still that many of the CM providers and and also, if you look at, at, at the companies, uh, at the responsible CM project leads, that they always try to build one-to-one the solution they, they had in their mind from their full-blown web solution or full-blown a uh, fat client or pc solution and try to bring this one-to-one to the mobile device and and that never worked and it will never work i think this is this is really something around where where um, usability experts uh, user experience experts have to think about how to to cover the that process that an, a sales guy or service uh, guy needs need in that moment, right it's, it's not the full blown CRM with all the buttons with all the fields with all the processes, with every detail you have if you're, if you're working on a desk in your back office with with two monitors in front of you It's, it's what makes sense on a on a smartphone after, after you did a visit to to capture the data, uh, Neil already mentioned uh, uh, everything around voice. That that will do for sure. Also for for mobile uh, devices, a huge a huge move forward, as you don't have to to touch the screen any longer. Right, you're sitting in in the air in, in in the plane or you're sitting in the car and just protocoling the the visit you did. Um, so 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 the how the user interface works on a mobile and and how complex the data is and how much you have to collect. Directly on the smartphone and how much is perhaps in the background transformed by this input uh, because the system understands what you're typing or what you're saying right and and moves this to the right uh, CM processes in the background and so on so I think this is this is this is key so how how um, can you focus your your typically small mobile device to to work smoothly in in every use case where you really need it, rather than trying to, to copy and paste your 20 years old uh, full blown uh, process rich system with all the details.
0: Got it, so all, I, the first word that comes to me is kind of a minified uh, experience, but those items or components of, uh, features and functionality that you need in order to get the job done, given that particular device. It makes sense. I'm curious to see how that plays out as well. So Neil, one thing I like to do um, with you, even, you know, offline is um, ask you questions kind of about the future. Um, you know, selfishly speaking at Oria, we have a number of different uh, solutions within our portfolio. Um, as far as Aurea CRM goes, that's, uh, you know, the crux of this conversation, but, uh, How do you think this kind of ecosystem of of enterprise solutions or applications um, will work for organizations in the future? I mean, you know, we have a number of customers who are using a number of our solutions um, in congruence or or together. Um, But as far as, you know, taking customer insights, um, evaluating opportunities, uh, you know, using one of our bigger products in our portfolio collaboration, uh, which is Jive and kind of mixing, matching, merging these solutions together to create um, I guess, an ecosystem of applications that bring the uh, the most value to an organization. What do you see this looking like? And I'll try to mental picture this as you're speaking.
2: Okay, well, first, uh, the the first part of it, it starts uh, with um, a a robust platform. uh, And that gets us an ability to integrate to all the tools I I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, tools that uh, salespeople, sales management are using uh, as part of their, their daily routines. Uh, you know, being able to integrate into those interfaces is what allows us to uh, collect information and present knowledge. So it starts there. And, you know, where we're headed uh, as Aurea with, with CRM is taking all of our products and uh, replatforming them in the cloud on uh, AWS. And this gives us that ability because not only is it a uh, an infinite scale capability that, that AWS provides from a a shared compute perspective, but it's also a generation enterprise OS. Uh, It is a set of services on top of that infrastructure as a service that's really attracted to us. Uh, It's services for AI uh, to be able to do um, voiced uh, translation. It's it's, uh, AI to be able to do data analysis. Uh, It's um, a, a set of services for integration and messaging. Uh, reason we chose uh, Amazon as our cloud provider and partner is because of the, uh, the 30,000 people they have working in this OS layer. It's, it's a, uh, an ability for us to now uh, leverage all those people, all the innovations they're creating to turn them into specific CRM innovations uh, for our products. Uh, and so it's like we got a great extension of our, our development force. And so uh, this allows for rapid innovation in, uh, in all of our products and especially in, in CRM. And so that's kind of first step is uh, platforming in the cloud, uh, leveraging this, this enterprise OS that's developing uh, as a set of services on top of infrastructure. Now, once we have that, uh, the, the next piece that, that I see uh, happening uh, in terms of um, greater intimacy uh, around CRM is on the account team side, and we've talked about this as Aurea in the past, uh, um, creating collaborative CRM, where uh, we facilitate the collaboration of of an account team around an opportunity within an account or around an account itself. And that is uh, taking our our enterprise collaboration tool, Jive, and enabling, uh, you know, enabling, groups uh, as of account teams and extended account teams, you know, bringing in product folks, uh, subject matter experts, bringing in contract folks to be able to participate in a contextual conversation around an account, to be able to share data, share information and have it all available within one interface uh, so that uh, um, anyone participating in that account doesn't have to go look through their files, through their calendar, through their downloads to get information related to uh, the account. And then once they find the information, trying to figure out what is the most relevant latest version of every document uh, to be used in, in servicing that account. We've talked about this in the past uh, uh, and have uh, rolled this out uh, as well uh, for a, a couple of our customers to be able to, uh, to actually facilitate um, uh, account collaboration. The, the next thing that we see is, uh, well, once you've got your, your account team working closely together, uh, you know, the, the next piece is, well, how about bringing that account team closer to the account itself? So why not on the other side of your CRM, on the other side of your account team, allow your customer, your account, to be able to formulate a team uh, that works with the account team to share information uh, so that uh, salespeople and account team can now work more closely with an account, answering their questions, sharing information, creating a space where the account can go to to get the latest information about what a salesperson is selling, what else is in the catalog, what new demos are available, what new uh, information might be available uh, around the products that they're purchasing or might, uh, might purchase, whatever type of product it is. And so creating a space for the account to come and collaborate with the account team so that they always have the latest information. Uh, uh, They always have uh, a context of their relationship with their vendor. And so taking our our enterprise collaboration tool, Jive, and uh, creating spaces for the the extended account uh, the, the customer and their team to better interact with the account team and get access to not only salespeople people but uh, get, to get access to the uh, subject matter experts that may be able to answer their questions right away and so creating a greater intimacy between account teams and their customer uh, teams is something that uh, that we see is uh, a, um, a a next evolution of where we want to go with uh, collaborative CRM, uh, creating better collaboration between accounts uh, and uh, account teams and their, their customer teams so that uh, we're able to do a lot of the things we talked about uh, earlier um, today around uh, you know the seamless and invisible collection of information and turning that into actionable knowledge. But now, not just for salespeople and uh, sales management, but actionable knowledge for the, uh, uh, the, the customer teams them, themselves around you know how other people are using products? Uh, what are the best practices around products? What's coming down the, uh, the pike in terms of roadmap uh, that might be of interest uh, for the account uh, for the customer team to be able to explore uh, new demos of those products. So all of that can be made uh, in more of a, a self-service, and individualized to the, uh, the customer team uh, by using um, the, the invisible CRM we're talking about, uh, the ability to now understand the market the customer's in, to understand the account and leverage that information and their circumstances uh, of what products they have deployed, how they have them deployed, uh, to be able to uh, now guide that customer around what's the best information and who are the best experts uh, for, to inform that customer uh, around their relationship
0: with um, any vendor using our CRM. Uh, yeah, that was great, Neil. So given kind of the, this current landscape uh, w- with COVID-19 um, and, and seeing more teams that are uh, distributed now than, uh, than ever um, and, and, and kind of layering on top of that, these trends that we see that many teams will continue to operate remotely Uh, in the future. How do you, how do you kind of see this playing out?
2: Well, that's, uh, it's interesting. We're seeing this, not just, uh, um, you know, in in one location Uh, everything I've read uh, and all of our customers that we've talked to uh, across the globe have all said that uh, in some form or another, they're all going to be uh, focused on distributed work, uh, not just for sales teams, but uh, across the board. So they're, They're most likely not going back to uh, the way things were in uh, 2019, Uh, 2021 and beyond is going to look uh, like some form of work that we're seeing right now where teams are distributed, uh, working remotely, even though they they may be in the same city. And that that presents uh, a uh, an interesting challenge in that. uh, when you work in the same office with somebody, there's a, a shared context of knowledge. Uh, and uh, that allows you to, uh, to quickly start conversations, uh, quickly understand uh, um, if I'm talking about a particular account uh, in, in a hallway or near a water cooler, uh, people that uh, understand that account or have uh, uh, some sort of um, contribution to that account can quickly join into that conversation. And uh, it's a uh, implicit organization of account conversations that are happening just by virtue of where I am in the office and who sees me uh, and who joins in on the conversation or who I may be going to lunch with that day. Uh, that, recreating that in a distributed environment is, is very difficult uh, uh, because, uh, you know, we may have real-time um, conversation systems like, or communication systems like Slack Or teams uh, and uh, we have channels and each channel uh, may be uh, assigned to a particular topic uh, uh, and that's what uh, sets the context and to an extent when you have a small team that works but uh, when you have a broader or extended account team and in the CRM instance that becomes much harder because do you add your product experts uh, to or your subject matter experts to a particular channel who then are going to be inundated with uh, account management noise uh, for uh, most of the time their participants in that channel, uh, waiting for the opportune time when they're actually asked the question. And so that, uh, that type of interaction is something we also wanna solve for within uh, our, our next generation CRM. Uh, Oria has made an acquisition of a company called uh, Sococo to help solve for this problem. And what Sococo does is uh, creates a physical layout uh, in a virtual space. It allows for sales teams to have dedicated conference rooms to an account. It allows for uh, uh, account teams to be able to have uh, individual offices or create war rooms. Basically unlimited real estate uh, as a way of organizing their context their conversations around accounts and uh, we're incorporating this into both our our CRM and collaboration tools so that uh, uh, as a way of navigating all of our conversations as we would walk a hall we are now able to walk a virtual hall into a conference room that is dedicated to a particular topic or account. And we can invite people into this conference room and uh, they will automatically know, they'll automatically know what the context is just as if they joined a physical conversation. Uh, And uh, also within that conference room, we will have automatically organized all the files, all the uh, past conversations, all the, events or or calendar entries associated with this particular account or particular topic. And that's something that that we look forward to to doing. Uh, SoCoco works as a standalone uh, conferencing and uh, uh, presence system. Uh, But as we incorporate SoCoco into CRM, into our collaboration tools, it takes on a uh, a brand new capability and, and solves a problem of where, are, where is my team and how do I bring the team together in context of a, a particular topic or account very quickly and get everybody up to speed around what data or what knowledge is important? Uh, and that's, uh, that's how we plan to incorporate um, some new acquisitions that we're making, namely SoCoco, to solve for the new normal of distributed uh, or remote work.
0: Great, great. Um, you guys have you guys have provided me with uh, quite a bit of information here. This is this is wonderful. I wanted to uh, ask you each the same question before we leave. Um, it's kind of a fill in the blank. And, and Christian, you can start. Um, so, in twenty twenty one, CRM will fill in the blank.
1: Uh, following Neil, it, it will be invisible, of course. No, it will be super helpful. It will be not seen as a. As a tool that I, I have to work with as a sales guy, but that really supports my my day to day work, informing me in the morning what I have to do, what I should do, helping me to fulfill those tasks in a perfect way, uh, guiding me through doing the the needed and the right steps and 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 getting out of this knowledge to to sales management and and the complete management team of of a company to to learn out of those things uh, what what the complete company can do better uh, in in customer communication and during the complete customer lifecycle.
0: Great, and Neil, same question to you. Well, uh, Christian took a, uh,
2: said a lot of things that that I absolutely believe uh, fundamentally are going to happen. So I'm going to go up a level. I think. Uh, In 2021, uh, the next generation of of CRM are actually gonna fulfill the promise of actually doing relationship management with the customer. Uh, More so than uh, where CRM in the past has been, which is data collection and reporting. So I think in 2021, relationship management actually becomes forefront uh, of uh, the CRM space, uh, both between customers and their vendors, as well as salespeople, uh, account teams uh, together and uh, back out to their customers.
0: Great. Great. Um, I, uh, I, I think this was great. I really appreciate both of your guys' time. Uh, thank you guys both for joining. Uh, hopefully, we can do this again sometime soon here in the near future. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you